0: This call is now being recorded. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And this is Reggie. And today's guest, we have Jermaine. And Ger- who is Jermaine, and why is he important to be on the show? It's because he was my first business partner, and having to be my brother. What's up, man?
1: Hey, Reg, how are you?
0: I am good. I'm good on the road, man. Heading to uh Greenville, South Carolina. And so excuse ahead of time the background noise. This, this podcast is me on the road, uh, talking shop with my guests, so everybody knows what time it is. Uh so Jermaine, um I guess we'll start off with uh when we first got in the business, so what do you, what, is, what what do you think about the appliance business? What's what's your your take?
1: Start uh, your experience. I think the appliance business is uh a great entrepreneurial opportunity for, uh, right. for basically for anyone, um, who's right. willing, who's willing to learn because it's really not that difficult. You may look at the machine thing as difficult, but, uh, it's really not that difficult. Even now with the the technology we have with YouTube, um, and with Encompass, you can get some training and start your own business.
0: Right. And I remember we, when we started off, that's so- all. I started off doing, a, I had a moving business and then I got into uh, appliance flipping um, and everybody knows the story. I kind of started off, I had a, a moving customer that gave me a set and I ended up selling that set for the same amount of money I would have charged the mover. And I was like, oh man, I'm in the wrong business <laughs> with such easy money. Um, so I got into it and I remember uh, you got into it. We was actually working out of my sister's backyard. Um nice thing about this business you kind of started anywhere. and. Um, so I remember, I started off with just, remember I, I used to just do uh, washers, wash machines? Right. Yeah. <laughs> and, yeah, and also part about having a part, partner with someone is that it's a different point of view. And I remember you got me into uh, selling dryers, fixing dryers, and then selling sets. So I was I was just like, I'm the type of person, hey, I'll find something that works. I was I was doing good with this wash machine. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> um, as far as the learning process, do uh, you feel was difficult, or like what was your what was your take on as far as learning
1: uh, repairing washer and dryers from scratch? So you know, I have no training whatsoever. Uh, I found the process very easy. Cause at the time, yeah. you know, I was working a full time job at Blue Bell as uh, ice cream, you know, delivering ice cream, and I would come over and see you working on washers. You had a whole bunch of them. In the backyard full of washers, and your yeah, phone, right. <laughs> your phone was just ringing off the hook. Hey, hello, <laughs> this is Reggie. And oh yeah, that'd be such such. He was quoting you know prices, and I was like, wow, that's that's a lot of money. And so, uh, I just got hands on with you, and you you know walked me through the steps, or I would watch you. And so after I get off work from Bluebell, I would come by and learn how to work on washers and my first uh my first set that i actually sold i I really didn't have to fix anything um i found uh, a set on craigslist at the time and i flipped it but the good thing was i got their return uh their return washer dryer so that was where i could put my skills to the test and or if I had an issue, I would call you on the phone. But um, after a while, my confidence and my ability to repair them uh, was was um, I don't want to say off the chart. But I was very confident. Um, so yeah. While, so, you,
0: so so the return for people who don't know, return is when you deliver a machine and there's a broken one there, and you got yeah, to do something with it. So you actually get that machine for free and you you fix it. Uh, all right. Which is nice, so uh, I'm talking a little bit about your transition from uh bluebell to the appliance business what would, what were you doing for bluebell
1: uh I was um you know driving uh, I would deliver it to the grocery stores or uh you know sure. cheap you know the pharmacies you know uh just right. deliver ice, you know restocking ice cream at the store um but I got to a point when I learned from you. I was making more money doing fixings, repairing and selling washer dryers than I was at Bluebell, and All that's right. when I took the leap and uh, quit Bluebell and bought the necessary equipment. I already had a truck, so I got a trailer, and from then it just grew. Start researching places, wholesale places where you know I can buy a whole bunch of sets on, on, on bulk that were always right. broke, Or we'll fix them and uh it was really good. It was it was uh yeah, there were times you know I would make two thousand dollars in two or three days. Uh so yeah, it was it was a good uh, experience.
0: So when you had to uh, take us through the, the the process. That sounds scary. Like a a job like you know, you drive so you're driving uh trucks Blue Bell ice cream and you're the he delivery driver. It sounds like a pretty cushy job. Like you know, you, you uh, from from a novice outside looking in, it sounds like you just you know wake up, jump in the truck, and go to store to store and just drop off ice cream, go home, and do it all over again, rinse and repeat. I mean, it sounds easy. <laughs> I'm sure it really is. I'm sure it's just some there's the devil's in the details with that. Um But what what was the I guess motivation for you? Like, man, it's time to make a change. I know you said the money was good. Um so were you happy at Blue Bell or do you say like or you know, were you in a position where like, mm, you know, there's gotta be a, something a little better out there.
1: Right. Well, I I felt um, you know, working for a ninety five ninety five job um based on uh it was, you know, a base plus commission. Um Okay. So it it wasn't like a true a true uh commission like as far as car sales or anything like that, but um you're kinda limited uh, in cap what what you make and I did that for three years before I, I took the leap. So it, it, it is um I guess for someone on the outside you know thinking, Oh wow, you know, that's a big leap but w- once you get into the appliance repair business and you start advertising and building your business, you'll have the opportunity with the confidence, okay, I can do this full time. So it's not, uh, it wasn't overnight that I just decided, okay, I'm going to leave Bluebell, but with the consistency of my, uh, you know, being able to repair washers and sell them.
0: Okay, and- so so it sounds like you test the water a
1: little bit first
0: before you, you just ain't say, oh, myself, I'm going to do, you know, uh washing machine first before actually quitting right, Is that right? <laughs> yeah right okay yeah. good
1: yeah so uh, this anyone can do on the side uh for extra money and if you just say hey I, you know i'd like to you know do this full time so the 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 move for me was as an entrepreneur was um the freedom uh you know of time and you know to work um to work freely on your own schedule
0: Right. Right. Okay. That's awesome. So we went from Bluebell. You start uh selling washers and dryers, and uh wh- you know, the good news is you had me guess, as a mentor in which if you got stuck, I'd kind of show you what to do, um, and, and a lot of us, our mentors are like YouTube. <laughs> that was my mentor when I first started. Uh, but now, I mean, we're in the information agent, so it's, so there's so much information out there that, that help guide you along with these things. So that, that's awesome. Um, so as you went along, so, okay, and I'm ready you got equipment. I remember when you got your first, your, your trailer. So you already had the truck, which was good. Uh that's, that's a good, you know, something to have to start this business. And I remember you bought your trailer, and you, you remember that, the story when you got your trailer? I, I remember you, like, bought it off of, I think it was Craigslist.
1: Yeah, got off
0: Craigslist.
1: Yeah, and then it was $150. like a one hundred fifty dollars.
0: Yeah, and I remember you showing that to me, but you was like, "Oh man, that's too far. I ain't gonna get it." I was like, "Dude, go get it, man. Okay, that thing is three hours away. Go get it." <laughs> yeah. It uh, was <laughs>
1: like Dallas or Kelton, Georgia. It was up way up north, but it was well worth it.
0: Yeah. So and then you know, uh, selling it. How much? How much you sell it for?
1: I believe I sold it for maybe $300.
0: Nice. Wow. So you got to use it. So I mean, that's the nice thing about, you know, that's a business uh, resources one-on-one. So it's nice that you buy it, you use it, and then you kind of make money after you sell it. Uh, so that definitely was a good investment. So when you, uh, as you were in the business, uh, just I remember one thing I felt like, you know, when we partnered together. That you brought to the table was your people skills, and that's why you probably not, you're probably not even aware of this. This is just natural. I remember you recruited people. Uh, I remember um, your customers were like friends. You know, like if you were too busy to go to, to go do like a repair or something like that, you'll send me, and they were they were just uh, your customers just had nothing but good things to say about you, man. It's like as if you were a friend. Um, Tell us about, uh, there was Scotty. <laughs> he was <laughs> a, uh, a delivery guy we used, but I remember, now how'd you meet him? And this is going into a more of the networking, how'd your networking skills go?
1: Um, I actually met him, I used to belong to like a poker tournament and I got to know him through playing poker and, uh. And from there on, just, you know, being a friendly person, being friendly, and. Right. He, uh, he needed an opportunity to be employed, and. Right. Many you were able to, um, with, with our business that was growing so fast, we were able to, uh, bring on extra help.
0: Yeah, that was awesome, man. He was a good guy, I man. The guy, the one thing I like about Scotty, man, was he was always available. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you like. Nine o'clock on a Sunday. Hey, man, you do delivery? Yeah, I'm gonna do it. You know, single guy. You know, he had a truck. I think he had, like, F-150. And, uh, always dependable, man. And so that goes along the lines of having good people skills and, you know, uh, and just networking, right? I mean, you was at a, you know, poker, and people just knew what you did, and he was like, hey, you need some help? Boom. Right. So... All right, so so let's progress along in your career. Uh, where did you repair your machine? So did you went and got, got a big old shop? at some point we partnered together, and then we kind of as your experience grew, you did your own thing. Right. And So would you go? how did you grow from there?
1: From there, I worked out of my garage, out of my, out of my home, right. and then I also had uh was renting a storage facility, so I would store uh, a bulk of machines in a storage shed, and then uh, I would keep so many in the garage, and I had a le- an electrician uh, wire in uh, where I can test the dryer through the garage, uh, so he he wired the uh, four-prong outlet and right. uh, started in the garage, and I would get up, you know, having coffee, go out, work all day. Uh, repairing and testing, uh, the washing dryers. And so I would repair them and then I would run a full cycle on the washing machine and do the same thing with the dryer to make sure that when I delivered to the customer, um, that it was, you know, properly working. And also, I uh, offered a warranty on, uh, a, you know, a pre owned set, which, um, right. uh, you know, so most people don't do. But uh, I offered, uh, I believe it was like a six-month warranty that if I couldn't fix it, um, I would, um, within six months, if it, you know, broke, I would fix it. If I couldn't fix it, then I would replace it with another set. Nice. Awesome. So, so when you – uh that... That part of my customer service, you know, you know trying to be uh, genuine with the customer because um, some customers can feel kind of um, buying from a – uh, you know, a private entrepreneur, a private business, small business owner, right. still apprehensive of, so I would ease their mind with, with a, a warranty, and, you know, I kept my word, so if something did happen, I would go out immediately and just build up, um, you know, rapport with the customers, and from then on, rapport- things like that. That's
0: good. Do you have any? Do you recall any stories you might have with a customer, like maybe your best customer or uh, something odd that might have happened? <laughs> it was a story. <laughs> Anybody well, remember?
1: I I remember one particular story. Uh, and back then, uh, I didn't really have no particular radius. I, I would go anywhere if someone wanted to buy a washer and dryer set for me. I would okay. I, I would deliver it for free. And I delivered to one place. It was so far away. It was an older couple. And what was, uh, the thing about it was after when I got there, you know, we were talking and I installed it, just how happy they were. Uh, and, uh, that, that was satisfaction for me. They were, they were not beyond happy. It was like, you know, a regular transaction. They were so thankful that I was able to, uh, you know, Bring out a set for them and test it in front of them and, you know, set it up nice. for them. And yeah, they're just an older couple. For me, that sticks out the most. They're just so thankful. And, um, besides that, you know, a lot of customers, uh, you know, I try to be real personable when, when I was in their presence. And most of the time, I had a, you know, they gave me referrals. Hey, yeah, I know this guy, you know, his own business. So- and,
0: yeah so with the older couple uh or th- so did they have a hard time finding someone to bring a machine out to them Is that what was the, the the issue right
1: right a uh, hard time uh. bringing a machine out to them and also um because, uh you know someone who can do it immediately um versus them waiting a week or two weeks or for for a you know delivery truck to come um right yeah um so yeah, I just that really stuck out. They were just just how happy they were. Uh, really address right. the, the importance of yeah. um, what we do.
0: Yeah, so I know a lot of people, they, they'll move out, especially the older people that they, they retire and they'll move out to smaller towns and, you know, because usually the, the the real estate's a little cheaper and, you can you know, you get more bang for your buck. But the downside is they get people to service you out there. Um, so, yeah, they were super, help, super uh, uh, thankful for you to, so, hey, that, you, you know, you're able to they were going to pick up the phone, and you just come out with a set. And that's awesome. That's definitely a good lesson to take away uh, for anybody in this business or you know, just starting off in this business, going um, the extra mile to satisfy a customer. Uh, so now you're um, – so some of the things we're talking about, we're talking past tense, right? So some people are wondering, uh, so you're not in the business no more. So, what got you out of apply, the appliance repair business? Um, or appliance, so flipping, appliance flipping business.
1: Right, to, to be perfectly honest. Um, during that time, I was making so much money, and I really didn't know how to responsibly run a business. So, as fast as the money okay. came, as fast as I spent it, because in my mindset, oh i'm always gonna it's always gonna be there like i'm always gonna have four, sell four sets a week or five steps a week so when the slower right. month came i didn't prepare so right. that's the that's the key to uh a, a business because you're always gonna have a slow season and i didn't i didn't i didn't realize that and so when the slow season came uh it's like feast or famine because you know you, you have to put money aside or maybe sets are not selling as fast and so that was one of the reasons because of my fault not business
0: right so what'd you so what'd you do after that for money
1: um uh, yeah, went a job. job yeah i drove I trucks since i did that in the military i went to drive okay. a truck, and i uh, was the owner operator on my own semi it's,
0: it's- the funny thing is, like, driving trucks and applying to business feels like it goes hand to hand. Uh, cause no matter what, it's always there, right? <laughs> it's, yeah. Uh, you can try something else out. You can always go back to repairing watching and dryers and flipping them or going and driving trucks. Like, it's, it's, that's a job that's always in need and is always going to be there. Right. That's awesome. So, uh, there's been a lot of, like, uh, teach, moments and a lot of nuggets. Uh, so in summary, um, so we went over a lot of the pros. You know, a lot of the pros is that the the, the, uh, the money you can make because you, you take a twenty-five dollar wash machine and sell it for two hundred bucks uh, after spending about thirty minutes fixing it with a ten-dollar part. <laughs> um, you yeah. know, and, and some of the cons were okay. The you know, you gotta especially if you're a lone wolf, you gotta know to how to how to uh, manage your money. Because definitely, like, yeah, you can turn that $25 machine into $200, but you got to have the 25 bucks, right? And we're talking about one machine, but, you know, you want to sell, you know, $20. <laughs> right. Uh, so you do need that cash flow. Uh, do you have any advice for someone that's looking to start the business, start and get into the business like you are?
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... I would, I would do the same thing all over again. I would keep my regular job and then I would start off with just a dryer or a washer. And once you get comfortable, uh, and the money start coming in where you can break free from your job or you feel you want to do both at the same time, uh, it's definitely an opportunity there, uh, opportunity, uh, always there for washers and dryers. The market is never, uh, Oversaturated, uh, right? Yeah, like it don't matter how many people out there doing it. People always need washers and dryers. There you go, and
0: that's it. So, man, hey, man, I thank you for coming on to my my, my podcast, bro. Appreciate it, man. Uh, appreciate all your support. Uh, and again, you know, just partnering with you help prepare, help uh, propel my business, uh, in my career in washer and dryer sales, because I was always the type of person, like, you know, if I go to a restaurant, I'm ordering the same meal, because I know that meal was good. Uh-huh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and you kind of, like, when I got to doing this, I was doing washers, I'm like, well, I would fix a washer and I'll get one back, and I was just rinse and repeat. I'm like, I ain't doing nothing else. I don't need yeah. to grow nowhere. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And you got me to, you know, expand it to... Go ahead. I was like, how
1: come you're not selling sets, man? The money's in the washer and dryer. People need both.
0: Yeah, <laughs> I was like, yeah, and I was thinking like, man, with sex, you don't get one back because usually it's like a new, like, you know, right? and uh, yeah, but it's revenue. Like, you know, so now, you know, I learned through that. It was like I get to uh, uh, make more money, so I take, you know, a $50 investment in a washer and dryer, and you actually could sell it for more, right. you know, and it was more revenue, you know, instead of, you know. Dropping off one machine, you're dropping off. It's almost making it's making basically two sales <laughs> and one one stop. Right. So, yeah, man. So yeah, so partner, having a good partner, man, opens up uh, opportunity. And the fact that we partnered up, and you were able to uh, branch off and do your own thing. And it didn't hurt the partnership. You know, we're still there for each other or, you know, if I had a, uh, if I ran out of dryers and I need a dryer still, I can call you and vice versa, you know? Right. Um, yeah. So, yeah, man. So thanks for coming on, onto the podcast, bro. Appreciate it, man. Love you, man. And, um, for those listening, if you have any questions, there are links in the description to reach us on different social media platforms. Uh, so look in the description for that. If you have any questions for myself, if you have any questions for Jermaine um, about things that was on, talked about in the podcast that we may not have covered, um, that you have questions about that may help you, feel free to reach us on uh, either this platform that you're on now or one of the other plat- social media platforms and feel free to ask a question. Um, until then, uh, we'll see you on the next episode, and thanks for listening.